We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. We have a very special guest today, CNHI Sports Indiana Executive Director and Colts beat writer and sports editor for the Herald Bulletin. You guys have seen him on the show before, George Bremer. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, glad to be here. Awesome. Well, I mean, today was the day, the day that Colts Nation and football fans around the country have been waiting for. Training camp day one, it's finally here, so everybody can kind of breathe a little sigh of relief. How did you feel being back out there after what seemed like a really long offseason? Yeah, you know, I think Carson Wentz said something about it feeling like the first day of school again today, and uh, it really, I think for all of us, it sort of had that feeling. Um, been two years since we've been out there in Westfield and to see the fans back and just to hear the crowd again, you know, it's such a different feel at practice last year out of the facility, everything was kind of happening in a vacuum. And so to, uh, you know, to hear people yelling at the players, both good and bad, uh, it just, it added a whole new energy. And I, and I think, I think the players responded to it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure everybody was, I'm sorry. It was a packed house there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. I was pulling in the media lot and the parking lot was full when I got there about a half hour before practice. So I had a feeling it was going to be one of those days. Oh yeah, absolutely. So before we kind of get into a little more of the practice stuff and everything, uh, the first thing that was mentioned, a couple of things that were mentioned before practice started, uh, Xavier Rhodes, TJ Carey and Al-Qadim Muhammad all placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. Your initial thoughts to that. Yeah, you know, it's tough here at the start of practice for the team on the whole. Frank Reich's already out, as as you know, and we don't know how long that's going to be. And and now you've got three defensive players and, and really, you know, pretty pretty big guys. I mean, all of them are, are going to be part of the rotation. They're going to be, you know, on the field quite a bit this year. So uh, they're missing time, and, and you never really want to see that. I mean, it's one of those things that, 
I, I think it's going to get treated the same as an injury. Uh, you know, you just got to – they'll be back when they're back, and, and it does give some younger guys opportunity. I think Marvell Tell in, in particular took advantage of that today, seen to come out and make some plays. And, you know, I think he's a guy people are going to be watching anyway after the opt-out last year. Uh, and, you know, that that's part of this. Guys will get, you know, a few more chances – uh, with with these guys out, but you never want to see it. I mean, every team would would love to have all ninety guys available uh, for you know the whole month of training camp and, and the whole preseason. It's not realistic. It's not going to happen. Uh, but this early, I think to have three key defenders in the head coach sideline, nobody's happy about it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But uh, and then another uh, news on the lighter side: uh, Braden Smith agreed to his four year contract extension today. Four years, $70 million with $42 million in guaranteed. He said that he wanted to get this done before training camp really started because he wanted to not be a distraction and he wanted to just go and play football. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's your reaction to Indianapolis locking down their right tackle? Yeah, I mean, it was a great move. I, I think I had talked to somebody earlier last week, and, and they asked me, you know, where do you think the Leonard contract's going to come in? Where do you think the Brayton Smith contract come in? I said, Leonard's obviously going to set the market. We all know that. Just a matter of time till he's the highest paid off-ball linebacker in the league. Uh, I thought that Smith might come in as a top-five guy, and he is. You know, he, he's right in that mix now. Uh, depending on how you want to break it down, he's somewhere between second and fifth, depending on, you know, you're going to go average annual value, total money. There's a lot of different ways, guarantees, a lot of different ways to kind of parse through these things. But it sent a very clear message about how this team feels about him, uh, mm -hmm. and, and rightfully so. And I think his response was was on brand. You know, this is a guy who's been very laid back. He takes everything kind of in stride. And he said his biggest feeling was really relief. You know, it's done, and now he can, like you said, he can focus on the season. Uh, and I think it's it's obviously a big deal for this offense. You know that you've got him here for the next four years. I think he's a guy who Pro Bowls are in his future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's certainly what we're hoping for. Uh, and, you know, you mentioned the Darius Leonard extension. I mean, him and his agent have both been on Twitter kind of giving hints that something was coming up very shortly. So, Hopefully we hear that very soon, but let's talk about Carson Wentz. I think everybody was talking about that. Let's talk about the quarterback room in general. From what I gathered, at least from your Twitter and everybody else's Twitter that was following along was Carson Wentz started out slow, but ended the day on a hot note, which is good to see. Jacob Eason had himself kind of a rough day 
and Sam Ellinger had a couple of touchdown throws to some younger, uh, inexperienced guys. Am I hitting the mark there? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think Carson's, it was kind of understandable. That first that first set, it, things weren't really all together for the offense. It was the first time they were together, first time they faced a defense, and, and you could tell. I mean, Rockison made a really nice play on the first pass of the day. I think that was a good sign from, from him, uh, but he's done that before out here in practice. He's still got to bring it over to the playing field, obviously. And then after that, there were just some things where you could just see that it wasn't quite right. You know, a drop by Mo Alley-Cox, the ball was right in his hands. There was a throw that was a little more challenging to Jack Doyle, but it bounced off his hands as well. And I'm sure if you ask Jack, he's going to say he should have caught it. Could have gone either way. Uh, there was an overthrow to T.Y. Hilton that I think was actually the right decision. It was thrown a little too far, but it was one of those situations. Marvell Tell was trailing the play. was in really tight coverage. And if it wasn't overthrown, it was probably going to be broken up or it's an interception. So, you know, it was just kind of a, a rough early start. And then after that, you really saw Wentz kind of dial in. He was 11 of his last 15, uh, finished 12 of 20 overall in, in team drills, which, you know, that's that's similar to what we saw from Phillip Rivers. It's similar to what we saw from Andrew Luck over the years. Kind of try some things out early, get going at some point in the middle of practice and catch fire. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what it means as, as things go on. But I think for day one, it was a, a positive sign. Uh, I think Easton's biggest thing was accuracy. The ball was just not where it needed to be consistently. He had some good throws. Everybody had some good throws, but I think it was a day he'd rather have back overall. And Ellinger, yeah, those touchdowns were in one-on-ones, uh, but he, the ball was placed nicely. You know, one of them was just a jump ball uh, situation. Another one, uh, Tariq Black was, was a guy that really, I thought, showed some flashes. Uh, undrafted receiver. He spent some time at both Texas and Michigan. He just ran past a defender, and Ellinger hit him in stride. You know, it, it was it was just a matter of him beating his guy completely. Uh, the other one was a jump ball, uh, and and that situation was just a really well thrown, really well placed ball by Ellinger. And I think that's that's what you come to expect from him. He's sort of a coach on the field. We'll see how he does, you know, when when games go live. But uh, I thought he and, and Kylan Granson, who had a really good day as well, the rookie tight end, they stayed on. They were the last two guys off the field. They were out there getting extra reps together. Obviously, former high school teammates. Um, I just think those guys are showing already the work ethic they have and, and it's going to pay off for this team. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the inconsistencies today, you know, the overthrown balls and a couple of, you know, drops here and there. And, you know, for someone like me, who's kind of, you know, heard that story back and forth, I try to just remind myself it's first day. These guys haven't done any team related stuff over the last uh, few months. So, you know, I try to not overthink it just say it's getting used to the rhythm I mean is that basically it just kind of take it and it'll probably be better in a couple weeks once these guys get more acclimated yeah if you're still seeing the same things in week two I think that's when you start to to wonder about a little bit and and there might be a problem there and something needs to be done but uh you know this especially day one it's pretty normal defense is usually ahead early in, in these camps uh and the offense got it going eventually it just took them a minute you know and I think um, some of that is there's a lot of guys because of what we just talked about. There's a lot of guys out on the defensive side, but it, it put a lot of guys with something to prove on the field today. Mm-hmm. And I think they took advantage of it. You know, the biggest play of the whole day was from Kari Willis, uh, who I think everyone's expecting to have a big year. He got his hand on a, on a Jacob Eason pass and knocked it high in the air and almost back to the quarterback. I mean, it was just a, one of those really emphatic uh, pass defenses. And you could see it just fired up the whole defense. You know, they were ready to go. Uh, again, I, 
it's hard to take a lot from these early practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't, I didn't see anything that was overly concerning on either side of the ball. Gotcha. And I know you and a couple other people mentioned that Naheem Hines was not out there today. Uh, says he's dealing with a head injury. Uh, is that something to be of concern, or is that something that uh, it's just normal? Hey, you're breaking up a little bit. I heard Naheem Hines in there. I know he was out with a hip injury. Um, it's not. It's not considered serious. I'm. I'm, I'm guessing that's where you're. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah. I don't think that's going to be a, a long-term thing. Um, not a whole lot of word on Sean Davis, who was also out. Uh, no real word on on how long that might be. Or Julian Davenport, he also didn't go today. But it didn't sound like they were expecting long absences from anybody. And then with Darius Leonard, he's the biggest name, obviously, not mm-hmm. out there. Uh, he was on the side running and, and getting a lot of work in. Looked like he's close to coming back as well. So health-wise right now, it's definitely not perfect. Like we talked about, you've got some guys out with COVID. You've got some other guys out with, with nagging things right now. But I don't think it's. A, I don't think they're in any kind of bad shape. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Right now, in that regard. Gotcha. Well, and you mentioned it several times how a bunch of these young wide receivers were getting a lot of chances to uh, play today. And, you know, Will Holden at the left tackle position was getting a lot of the first team reps from what I heard. Uh, what, how was it? How did it feel for you to see all these different names getting the opportunities to get uh, a chance to play and show themselves in this regard when the young, older guys aren't? Yeah, breaking up again. Uh, I I think I heard something about tackle in there. Um, oh yeah, Will Holden so, left tackle getting the first team reps and uh, talking about uh, the young guys at wide receiver getting a few chances. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Will Holden, I think, is a guy that we probably didn't talk enough about from a media standpoint this off season. Um, you know, he looked really good. He only played a half, and it was a short period of time, but he looked really good against Steelers. When he got thrown in there last year, and Chris Ballard has said that he's a guy that they, they like a lot. Uh, he's definitely in that mix. And, and for him to get that first kind of, uh, you know, the, to, to get the first reps at, at left tackle today, I think it's it's a sign of something. We'll, we'll see what. Um, it's not bad for him, that, that's for sure. And he took all the first team reps today. There, there weren't – they didn't rotate. They said they're going to, you know, down the road. But uh, it was all him today. Uh, so I think that's that was encouraging. Any other, like – special thing that you saw from anybody i know that uh defensive line we didn't really talk about that and i know it was uh i know it was not full pads and everything but 
Uh, was there anyone that kind of impressed you with their agility or anything? Yeah, it really wasn't. I don't think there's a whole lot that you can take from the trenches today in, in general just because of the way things are set up here early with no pads. But, you know, I thought it was interesting when Quiddy Pay talked to us afterwards. He said it, it's a lot faster than he expected. And even having been there for a couple of weeks in the spring and going through some of the rookie stuff, uh, I don't know if it caught him off guard, but it definitely was a faster tempo. And so he knows he's got to catch up there. Um, I thought as the practice went on and he said, as the practice went on, he kind of got a little more used to it. It'll be interesting to see. I think he's one of those guys that once the pads come on, the power is such a big part of his game. I think you'll see him, him pop a little more. Um, I mentioned tell earlier. I thought he was one of the big bright points today. Um, you know, Tariq black on, on the offensive side, Paris Campbell had a really good day. I think that's something that everybody expects if, if he can stay healthy. You know, with him, the, the question isn't his talent and it isn't how he fits in this offense. It's just whether or not he can avoid those freak injuries that have kind of haunted him his first couple of years here. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, one last question I'll ask you, or actually I'll have two. I, I remember one. Uh, what is What was the best play today that you saw from anyone on either side? What What was it? Yeah, there were a couple. You know, I mentioned the, the Kari Willis one earlier. I think that was probably number one. But J.J. Nelson, who's a, one of the veteran wide receivers who's in here competing for a spot in, in camp, uh, he early on, he made a real nice adjustment on a ball that Sam Ellinger threw. And it was just coming back to the ball, beating his defender, getting his feet in, and then having to break. He caught it at like the two, and he had to get back in and, and get in the end zone. And I just like he had a good day in general. And he's one of those guys that you want to keep an eye on now. Uh, but that play in particular, I just I showed kind of that veteran savvy. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out on what should be a really interesting wide receiver competition. Awesome. Well, guys, that's it for this one, breaking down training camp day one. One last question for you or one last thought before I let you go. It, this isn't necessarily training camp related, but it is kind of Colts related because it's an NFL rumor. Uh, Xavier Howard announced he wants to be traded. Uh, I know – Every fan base across the NFL is going crazy. Like, please go get this man. Uh, what would what's your thoughts on the Colts having any possibility to go into this trying to get Xavier Howard? Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously there's a need still for some more depth at, at uh, corner, and that would be way more than depth. I mean, he'd be a he'd be the number one corner. You know, you'd have him and, and Kenny Moore and, and Xavier Rhodes, and you'd be pretty good about it. Uh, I just don't think financially they're in a place where they want to do that right now. We've yeah. seen them kind of. You saw them give the big money to, to Braden Smith today. We know Darius Leonard's going to get big money here before uh, too long. And then, you know, Quentin Nelson next year is going to get uh, another market setting deal. So uh, it's you never say never. I mean, been around the league long enough to know that if there's a need, there's always a possibility. But I, right now, I don't. it doesn't feel like something that's a natural fit for this roster. Yeah, I know. We've been kind of saying the same thing, how – crazy that would be if they could pull that off but a lot of factors that would say no but uh thank you mr george bremer for joining me today and talking about the colts training camp day one no problem thanks a lot thank you very much thank you guys for tuning in let us know what you guys think and as always everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.